Thank you for tuning in to the Monarch Touch Show. This is a place where we touch hearts and transform lives. My name is Kendra and I will be your host. We have been on a three-part series called Taking Back Your Health. To recap, part one was the importance of motivation. Part two was on rituals and habits. And today, we will be discussing how to win with consistency. If you missed the last two episodes, you may want to pause this and go back and listen to part one and two of this series to complete it. Consistency is the magic where we achieve and build momentum. Darren Hardy says in his book, The Compound Effect, we've been hypnotized by commercial marketing, which convinces you of problems you don't have and sells you on the idea of insta fixes to cure them. We've been socialized to believe in the fairy tale endings found in movies and novels. We've lost sight of the good old fashioned value of hard and consistent work. The formula for Darren Hardy's compound effect is small, smart choices plus consistency plus time equals radical difference. On the last two episodes, I used a rocket ship analogy to explain motivation and habits. However, this time to understand the power and importance of consistency, I am going to use the example Darren uses in his book about an old-fashioned hand-pumped well. He describes it in his book saying, Think of a hand-pumped water well, which uses a pipe to draw water up from the water table several feet underground. To get the water to the surface, you have to pump the well's lever to create the suction that brings the water above the ground and out of the spout. In the beginning of starting anything new, we are full of excitement and ready for change. And with all that enthusiasm and energy, we don't mind the hard work and effort it takes to pump the lever of the well. There are some of us though, that when we don't see water coming out of the spout quickly, and we get stuck on only focusing on the hard work, we easily get discouraged and stop pumping altogether before we get to see the results. And then complain that it doesn't work. There are some of us that will keep pumping the lever with high expectations, but when the water does begin to come out of the spout, it's only a little bit that trickles out and so we get disappointed from all the work we give to only get back little results. But the ones who see all their effort come to fruition are those who keep pumping even when no water is coming out. Keep pumping where just a little water begins to trickle out and then keep pumping all the way until a full steady stream of water pours out through the spout. Now all we have to do at this point to keep the pressure steady is to just pump the lever consistently. Those are the ones who have success and keep it. We can use this great metaphor on all areas of our life. For this podcast today, we are going to be focusing specifically on our health because this episode is taking back our health. Most of us were born healthy. 
it is only when we start making poor food choices and stop being so active throughout our life when we begin to compromise our body. We need to own our choices and take responsibility for where we are today. We love to spare our ego any pain by justifying our bad habits into explainable excuses. But the reality is, when we stop pumping the lever to our own well of health, the water of life will stop flowing out. It is easier to keep pumping consistently rather than starting and stopping. Every time we stop our healthy rituals completely and have to restart, it takes uh, more effort to get going again and it slows the process of ever building momentum. Let's look at an easy example. Let's imagine Jack is starting at 300 pounds. He finally decides to take back ownership of his health and he hires a coach to get himself fit at the gym and he also works with a nutritionist to align himself with eating right. In six weeks, it took so much effort and he only lost 10 pounds. Jack is feeling discouraged because all he can notice are the sacrifices he has been making, the money he has been spending, and then to add salt to that wound, reaping very little reward. But Jack was smart by surrounding himself with encouraging people and they are doing their job well and keeping him on track. He makes the choice to keep pumping that well and after one year, Jack lost 100 pounds. He is so thrilled with his success, but something happens after that big win. After succeeding at something so big, he finds himself compromising just a little. A little snack here, a skip to the gym there, he looks back and realizes at some point the water to his well has slowed down tremendously. Since he doesn't see big results anymore, he falls completely back into old patterns of behavior. Jack walks away from the pump for three months until one day he runs into his nutritionist at a store. He tries to avoid her but she sees him. They talk for a bit and he agrees to start back up with her and his fitness coach again. But let's look at what happened in the time he walked away from the pump. All the muscle he had gained from that past year he lost in those three months of not working on them. He put the fat back on since he went back to his old uh, behavior patterns. And the healthy rituals he had put into place that were forming positive habits are now out of rhythm, which means it will take more effort to make healthy rituals back into habits. This is what losing momentum looks and feels like. It's not only stopping, but it can be going backwards against what you actually want for your life. It is far easier to stay consistent and build momentum than continuously stopping and starting over and over again. In reality though, if all this is true, why do most of us get stuck on not being consistent? Sometimes what we don't consider is our external drives. The reason I started this series with understanding the emotions of motivation and then discussing habits and rituals is to give you the tools you'll need in order to stay consistent. Your rituals you do each day will dictate the success of your health. 
The more often you perform these rituals, the more of a healthy habit you will then create for yourself. But to stay consistent also is going to take some intentionality on your part in three external areas of your life. Input, what we feed into our minds. Associations, the people we spend most of our time with and our environment, everything that surrounds us. I personally learn best through pictures and stories. So let's put these three external forces into some simple examples that have helped me get control over my health in the past 15 years. There was a season in my early adult life where I was a little overweight, but chronically sick and in pain. My stomach was always hurting and I had upper respiratory irritations, which was affecting my breathing. The doctors had misdiagnosed me as asthmatic and put me on an inhaler because I was coughing all the time, but the inhaler didn't help and in fact, I felt worse. They also had me taking over-the-counter medicines on a regular basis. I was taking Pepto-Bismol, Tums, Prilosec, and Robitussin, and here's the thing, even though my body did not feel right, this was my normal everyday experience. You see, when something is normal to us, it is easy to downplay the severity of the problem. The reality is, if I had continued with these same rituals for another decade, I would be stuck in the loop of fixing symptoms, always focusing on how bad I was feeling and getting worse instead of preventing illness and living well. Let's talk about what had to change externally for myself to improve internally. First of all, my family moved to Florida. Not that the sunny state is magical, but for me, I had to change my rituals that were making me sick. And that happened once I wasn't influenced by my usual surroundings. I also began a new career as a massage therapist. Then a few years later joined Beachbody and became a health coach. In order to get better at this, I had to learn about personal development. These three external changes made a huge trajectory in the direction of my health. Let's go into details with each of these changes and why they were important and effective and how that will help you on your journey. All right, the first one is on input. What we put into our minds. The book I am re referencing today, The Compound Effect, is actually the very first personal development book that I read and put into action. This was the catalyst for my newfound passion to grow and better every day. Now, I have at least five personal development books going at once. I read, listen, and learn from people all day long, every day. This has been a very big change in my input. I am convinced that investing on growing my input has been vital to my health. And being intentional about your input is vital to your health. So good for you making this time for yourself to feed your mind with this positive podcast today. A great mistake we can make is to think we have arrived. We never really arrive. We are only invited in to understand. 
I am always trying to learn something new. Because if we are not intentionally learning, we might mistake into thinking we have arrived and therefore don't need to continue with trying to learn new things. I am also aware and careful now not to only consume what is good for me, but I am equally intentional on making sure not to consume what is unhealthy. Just like junk food is unhealthy for your body, negative input is unhealthy for our mind. So what are you consuming every day? Your mind is like your gut. What are you feeding it? Our mind influences our body. If you want a healthy body, you first must have a healthy mind. Second, a change in my career had a change in my circle of influence. I have found this statement to be very true. We attract like-minded people. Who we associate with will have a huge influence on us whether we mean for it to or not. I have been blessed through my profession as a massage therapist to meet some really amazing people who have had a very big influence in my life. Many of my clients are people who are proactive with their health and have taught me. When you start trying to get better at something, people will pour into you. Nobody wants to give their time and energy to a rock. Even kicking them can hurt. Instead, if you are around people who make excuses instead of making healthy changes, if you are surrounded by people who grumble and look for the negative in life, if you are surrounded by emotion that holds you back, it's time to find some new associations. I am so blessed to be with people who have taught me to listen to my body, who teach me how to take care of myself naturally and how to respect myself and desire to live a better lifestyle. A doctor, nurse, or therapist does not help people beyond where they are. Not for the long haul. I would not go to a financial advisor who is badly in debt. I would not go to a doctor who is sick. I would not open up and share my feelings to a counselor or therapist who had no emotional intelligence. And I would not follow a fitness coach who was out of shape. If you are looking to improve your life, Find people who have it together better than you. Learn from these people. Allow them to inspire a spark into your soul. Get moved by people. Who do you associate with on a regular basis? And my third and last example is my change in environment with my move to Florida. This new environment is warmer and I can't cover up in layers like I did in the colder climates. This helped me to be honest with my body. We have a choice in life to either run away from our problems or face them. I chose to honestly look at myself and my health. One of the things I love about my profession, and I have seen this happen to multiple people, not just myself, getting undressed and allowing someone to massage your body is going to encourage you to become aware of yourself. At first, it may be difficult feeling exposed if you are in the habit of bypassing mirrors. But this is not a bad thing. This is a really good thing. Change does not proceed awareness. It's very easy to hide behind things. I challenge you to be willing to be seen. 
what is your environment like? My husband and I have different kinds of trees and pots still outside and we didn't plant any of them into the ground yet because we are not 100% sure of our property line. Last year the hibiscus trees and fruit trees blossomed and were beautiful inside their pots. This year they are barely alive. What is the difference? They were great last year because the pots were large enough for them to grow. However, they grew and now that environment is stunting their growth. It's not only about surviving, it's about thriving. They are alive, but they look awful. Not only are they not flowering, they barely have leaves. This is often what we do to ourselves. When I moved to Florida, I was ready for that new growth. I was alive but not thriving where I was. I was like my lucky banana tree that got to get taken out of that tight fitting pot last year and get planted into the earth. This year, it is the one and only plant in our yard that is thriving. When I moved to a new location, I had new room to grow. Are you stunted in your environment? Do you need to change your environment to allow yourself room to grow? Only you can best answer any of these questions. Be careful not to judge yourself where you are because here's the truth. Judgments destroy relationships, even the one you have with yourself. Instead, choose to be an observer and just look for the truth. Notice it. The greatest gift we give to ourselves is improving a little at a time. Get honest with yourself about the health you want to live. Be honest about the rituals that got you to where you are today and the ones you'll need to implement to get you to where you want to go. Decide on one or two things at a time that you can change and improve. Once those new rituals become healthy habits, then you can add two more rituals. Always aim for improvement, not just change. Be patient with yourself and remember, if your health is really bad today, you didn't get here overnight. Neither will changing your rituals give you a healthy body overnight. It's going to take time. Find yourself a healthy community and encourage one another and keep each other accountable. Remember, consistency is never stopping to pump the lever to your well. Aim for living a healthy lifestyle and don't obsess over a scale. Keep consistent with incremental improvements and one day you will look back and be amazed with your transformation. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you for tuning in today. And if you like this show, wherever you may be listening, please subscribe and give it a five star so that other people may be able to find the show and also receive support in their wellness. And if you are listening on Apple iTunes, would you leave a review that may encourage other listeners to tune in? If you have thoughts you would like to share, you can go to the Instagram or Facebook page Monarch Touch and leave your comments there. I appreciate you. And until next time, go out and make it a healthy day.